This is Dom Chambers from America's Got Talent, and you are listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. You're A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Dom, welcome to the cave. Thank you very much. Good to be in the cave. It's a nice, cozy cave you have here. There you go. How are you? Good to be a part of it. How are you, my friend? Now, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. This is uh, this is really exciting. Yeah. Now, for the for the listeners, right? Uh, you're calling from Australia right now, right? Yeah, I'm in Australia. I'm Melbourne, Australia. So it's uh, you know it's morning over here. It's evening over there for you. So um, yeah, calling in from. Sunny Melbourne, Australia. There you go. There you go. So we recently saw you in America's Got Talent, and uh, you made it all the way to the semifinals, and we'll talk about that. And, I mean, I was rooting for you, my friend. I, I always root for magicians and comedians. And this was one of the first seasons that we didn't see a magician in the finals. Yeah, we let you down. We, did, we, didn't, we didn't pull it off. Oh, man. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't I don't understand the voting this year with people. I think there's a lot of good acts, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of really, right. really good acts, a lot You're of really right. popular acts. So, yeah, no, but I was obviously happy with how far I got in the show. Um, really, you know, went in with, uh, to be honest, like um, not a not a huge amount of expectations in terms of, I just really didn't know how people were going to respond to the sort of magic I did. Uh, and I thought, you know, maybe I would get past my audition, maybe I'd get past another round. But to get through the semifinal was, yeah, really beyond what I um, had ever really imagined going into the show. So, you know, I I I was I wasn't leaving disappointed that I didn't make the final. Yeah, so I want the listeners to get a little bit more more about you. Uh, where are you originally from? You originally from Australia? Yeah, I was born in England. Lived a few years there. Moved to Australia when I was like four. So you know, I'm I'm Australian through and through. Yeah. What uh, What was the big move? What caused you to move from England to Australia? I was just a young kid and just had to follow my fa- my parents. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> when you're four, when, when you're four years old, you don't ever say. <laughs> you're right <laughs> about that. Go. Yeah. As a as a kid, what were you uh, what were you into growing up? Um, I was into sports. I loved sports. Um, and magic. Magic was yeah. I, I got into magic really young, really young. So you know, I've always been into that. But uh, other than that, yeah, you know, sports, TV, uh, movies. Um, yeah. How old were you when you got introduced to magic, and how did that happen? Yeah, so it was actually part of my like early AGT story. I think they, they spoke about it in, in maybe the um, the pre-package to my audition. I was like a six-year-old kid going to magic. My granddad taught me magic, which is a pretty common story um, in magic. You know, like it's often a, a relative, like a you know, you got an uncle or a dad or, or a grandparent. For me, it was my granddad. He taught me magic um, when I was just yeah, six-year-old kid, and, and that was it. Was was your grandfather like a big-time magician? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't at all. That's the crazy thing. He actually wasn't even a magician. He it's, he actually wanted to connect with his grandkids. That was his goal, and he wanted to find a way to do that. I think he was a bit unsure about how to you know relate to kids, to young kids. So he decided to learn a skill that he was going to teach us, and that skill that he chose was magic. So I'm really lucky that that happened. Wow. Well, now where did he learn magic from? Just on his own? Yeah, I think he had a few sources. I think he he, reached, he was living in England, so you know, he became a member of the Magic Circle. Have you heard of the Magic Circle? 
I've heard, I've heard there's like a, there's like a magic club that out here in uh, in the U.S. that you could be a member of. Is that like similar to that? Oh, like the magic castle. Yeah, so you got the magic castle yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say there's there's definitely some similarities between the circle and the castle for sure. So he went and joined the club, uh, learned from you know other magicians, um, went to a few yeah some magic uh, classes for adults for beginning adults and i think that was where he got hit on his feet wow so now what did you realize that this is what you wanted to do when you got older um man i i, don't, I think i still haven't realized that to be honest. <laughs> i don't know it's kind of it's, it's always it's weird there's never been a moment it's just been there it's just been a thing that i've done and always done and have enjoyed doing and i've just followed where it's taken me there's never been a moment where i really said I, I I didn't think there was really a moment where I was like, you know, this is what I want to do when I grow up. I'm going to be a world-famous magician. There was, there was never really any of that. Yeah. I sort of, yeah, done what I love doing and, and followed my nose a little bit with it. And, wow. and I've been lucky so far with where it's taken me. Yeah. So how did you teach yourself magic? And how many hours a day did you spend working on the craft? Um, Man, it's... Uh... Okay, so how did I teach myself is the first question. Magic's an interesting thing because, you know, I think a lot of people think that because, you know, there's history of magic and secrets and, you know, never reveal your secrets. And it's this, you know, secretive art form where all the answers are locked up in chests. And um, and that's not really the case. Uh, I wish it, you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of, you know, quite quite a romantic idea, but it's not really the case. If you want to learn magic, you can learn magic. Um you know, now it's a lot. It's a lot easier. Magic lessons and, and um, tricks, I suppose, and books are a lot more accessible than they were when I was younger with the internet. Um, but yeah, I think for me it was there's just a whole heap of different ways that, that that I could learn and chose to learn. I think I read books. I think I brought a lot of books that taught magic. I learned from uh, other magicians would would release, you know, their would, would sort of. Uh, they actually sell instructional videos on how to do magic. And that was basically my, my main methods were just, uh, yeah, watching instructional videos and reading books. And then I went to some magic classes as well. There was a magic school uh, nearby um, that I went to and, and learned magic from. So yeah, it's just, uh, it's like uh, one of those things. It's, it's just another skill that you can learn if you really want to do it. Wow. wow. Now, was there somebody that you like looked up to in the match? I know you said your grandfather taught you, but was there like a certain magician that you looked up to and you, that you, you wanted to like model yourself after. I mean, I know your your act is a little bit different than your normal magician because you know you use like technology and of course beer and everything. But is there somebody that you look up to? Um, yeah, absolutely. That they're, they're. I think that that sort of my the people I've modeled myself on. They've definitely changed. You know, when I was younger, when I was a kid, I used to love Chris Angel and David Blaine. Like they were the greatest magician. I, I just thought Chris Angel was the most amazing magician ever. When I was, you know. 12 13 he was he was like he was just doing stuff that i've never seen before it was that was really really cool i think now um yeah i think it's hard to go past i mean actually a lot of um magicians that i've learned from in australia who are now my best friends they're definitely my my idols and the people who i i learned from and model myself so i could give you names but um you know they probably wouldn't be they wouldn't they're not necessarily known names um, but also, you know, some of the big, big name magicians that I idolize, you know, Penn and Teller. I think Penn and Teller are two of the greatest of all. Actually, they are the two greatest magicians of all time. Um, the fact that they do perform magic with that's funny, it's entertaining, it's engaging, and it, it's original and it has substance. Um, 
I've found that really important and something that I, I like to try and, um, you know, put into my own work. Yeah. Speaking of Penatelli, you were on the show Fool Us uh, in 2018. Uh, tell us about that and the experience of that. Yeah, this was awesome. This is my first sort of really big TV um, opportunity. Yeah. Oh, man, this is crazy. So I, I was a fan of the show for a while, and I've been – it was always a bit of a dream to get on that show. It is most magicians' dreams. And, yeah, I, I got to go on the show and perform for those two legends, my, my little beer routine. And that was – Basically, the start of everything that's happened in the last couple of years for me uh, has all sort of that was the sort of launching point of of, of everything. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> when you were on the show, were you able to fool them? I didn't. I no. did not fool them. But uh, yeah, I basically often say that, like, I, I think it's a, um, you know, when people ask me whether I fool Penn and Teller, I tell them that I didn't. When I go on the show and I tell people that I didn't fool, um, Sorry, people ask me when I went on the show whether I fooled them, and I say, no, I didn't, and people were often, you know, ah, oh, sorry to hear that, Dom, sorry to hear that. I said, no, no, it's okay. Like, I don't, I think the opportunity of being on the show was was really just, that was my goal. Um, I, I think there's also not necessarily a, uh, um, <clears throat> I, I, fooling is not really important to me. I think, yeah, I want to go on there and do my most entertaining and ridiculous bit, and that's the bit that I did, and, yeah. and I think, that that just sort of I think you can see that that particular act was so well received by people. It kind of highlights how you know unimportant the the fooling aspect of that show can be. Yeah. Do you still watch the show? I haven't watched it as much lately, just because it's been so busy. But, uh, also, we don't have it over here in Australia. We have it on delay, so we're a couple of seasons behind. Okay. So I have to catch up. I know they put it put put it out on a lot of the acts make it on YouTube, um, but yeah, I. I I'm a little bit behind on my telephone, if I'm honest with you. So while you were in Australia, how did you decide you wanted to go and try out for AGT? And tell us the process of that. Well, yeah, AGT was was sort of, yeah, directly from that sort of PMT, Penn and Teller performance. Um, after that, yeah, it started getting that act, started getting a little bit of attention um, from, a, from a few people. And, yeah, someone from AGT called me up and asked whether I'd be interested in doing it on the show. And yeah, it was just an opportunity that was too, too big to turn down, really. Um, so I said yes, and, and that was it. I was there a few months later. Oh, well, it's actually about a, about a year after the Penn and Teller thing. Um, I was there on ATT performing um, sort of an updated version of that act. Oh, wow. So uh, how long did you practice your acts before you uh, performed them in AGT? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. There's a lot of well, there's, there's, there's a lot to unpack here because... When, when often people ask me the question, firstly, in, in a general sense, when people ask the question, how long did it take to practice your magic? It's, it's kind of a difficult question to answer um, because it's sort of like, uh, you know, it's sort of like asking a musician, how long did it take you to practice that song? Yeah. Um, and there's no real, it's, it's very difficult to answer that because, you know, in a piece of magic, you're implementing techniques and methods and, um, and things that you've learned from years and years and years and years and years of practice. So whilst, you know, a guitarist might be able to pick up and nail a song, and, you know, experienced guitarists may be able to pick up and nail a song on their first try, um, it didn't mean that they didn't practice that uh, per se. They've been practicing that their whole life. Hmm. So it's hard to so it's hard to answer a qu that question. You know, how, how long did it take you to learn that trick? Well, I guess, in a sense, or, since I was six. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but then, 
it becomes interesting because if you apply it strictly to what America's Got Talent, America's Got Talent is this crazy, crazy um, process. It's a really, really unique uh, environment, especially performing performing magic, um, because you really put under the pump. There are incredible time constraints. You know, the first two auditions can be very well planned out. You've got a lot of time to get them ready and um, ready for the ready for ready to go on TV. There's a lot of time beforehand between each round. Then when you hit the live rounds, you know, there's only a couple of weeks or in some cases a single week in between rounds. So you have to have uh, a brand new act that suits the show that, you know, you've worked together, that the uh, the AGT producers are giving you the all clear on uh, and all that and, uh, with just only a week or two weeks. Um, and that is a crazy, crazy challenge. And that was a challenge that I found. Uh, well, that was the situation I found myself in in these last few uh, AGT performances. Wow. And I think on your second act, that was the one you had tape face appear, right? Uh, that was my third act. So that was my third, third act. act. So your first one, the tape face one. So your first one was the beers. That's right. What was the second? And one I had then? my, uh, I had Siri. My that's right. That's assistant. right. Yes, that's right. Which out of all those three, which one did you enjoy doing the most? Um, I enjoyed all of them for different reasons. Yeah, the tape face one was was um was wild just because it was live and you had this mega audience at the dolby and it was just it was a new piece i'd created it specifically for the show based on an old bit of mine um it was fun to have you know tape face as part of the show and just the energy in that room was just beyond anything i'd experienced before so that was great but you know the beer routine that's my that's my the bit that i've put the most work and effort into and has been you know the fan favorite for the last couple of years so Probably, probably those two. The 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 one with the tape face. Uh, you had Simon all confused at the end of that act. He was speechless. Yeah, I, I think that was I, that was definitely part of uh, yeah the reason it was so well received was Simon's response to that. That was great. Yeah. Now, uh, like, how much do you love beer? Since like most of your most of your acts that we've seen so far, it involves some kind of alcohol beverage. Yeah, I do enjoy beer. I'm not gonna lie. To enjoy a beer yeah. um i suppose though there's a reason behind that it was kind of the whole beer thing uh i stumbled upon by accident in terms of magic but i do like to think that you know one of my philosophies in magic this doesn't always apply doesn't always apply because some of my routines you know for example the tape based one do not um necessarily uh, comply with this philosophy but i think it's uh you know magic i love magic i've always loved magic but i've always said that you know i love watching the old school magicians who would make endless jobs appear right yeah it's great it's amazing to watch but it's not it's not very useful or relevant it doesn't make any sense why would you make 20 doves appear it's just a really surreal kind of idea it doesn't make any sense uh so i think it's important that we, you know if you're trying to perform contemporary magic it's got to make it's got to at least make a bit of sense what would you do if you had magic powers would you make 20 doves appear probably not would you make 20 beers appear yes absolutely absolutely i would do that so um yeah that's just a little bit of the uh a little bit of the philosophy behind i suppose that that routine and, and a lot of my routines yeah plus it, it makes magic more fun too like because you're entertaining with the audience and then you know like you could also do it as a more of an adult thing too you're like you you're at, you know, over 18 comedy club and you could do something like that and it involved beer and yeah. stuff like that too. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised that, uh, <laughs> that people, uh, got excited over the beer to be honest. Yeah. 
What a what what's the most rewarding part of being a magician and performing? Um That's a really good question. What is the most rewarding part of being a magician? I think a lot of people would say there's actually quite a cliche answer to this question. Uh, and I'm not going to use that answer. The cliche answer is, oh, the look on the spectator's face. And, oh, it's the way that people people's eyes light up when they see a magic trick. And, and don't get me wrong, that's, that's amazing. It's amazing. I think, yeah, there's definitely something really, really wonderful about um, the experience of a magic trick. I don't know if that's for me, if that's the reason I do it. Uh, I, I think I'd be lying if I said that was it. Um, for me, the, re- the rewarding thing is, uh, yeah, I think it's just... Um, I, I'm a fan of, of creating and and of, of just being able to sort of complete the creative process, being able to start with an idea, being able to work on something. And and, and I think magic is, magic's really unique in that it gives me the ability to sort of yeah, create in so many different ways, to write, to physically build and construct, to learn the de- physical dexterity and the, the, the choreography and the moves behind things. Um, and then, you know, I'm telling jokes and then being able to perform it and see the results of it. Yeah. That's the main thing is just being able to get to the end of that, that process. I think magic is so, there's so much involved in the creative process of magic more than I, I would imagine a lot of other performing arts. And, and that's the um, thing that I get a, a great kick out of. Hmm. Interesting. Now, um, behind the scenes of AGT where did any of the judge give you any, um, you know, any, like, What's the word I'm looking for here? Advice or anything for your future? Um, not, not advice per se, but I did get the chance to chat to a few of the judges. You know, it's a very busy show. There's not a lot of time where you're sitting around and the yeah. judges are always... You kept quite separate because it is a competition uh, as well. Um, but but I did actually see Howie a lot around the place. And Howie is such a nice guy. He's a really, really nice guy. Um, and he was also a fan of mine. And he was just so yeah was, would often come up to me and tell me that he was a fan and to keep doing what I was doing and he really believed in me and thought that I was I was going to make it and uh, that was that was really really cool to hear hear from uh, Alex who has literally seen you know so much so much talent and so much so, so many performances but to hear that you know he actually cares about what I do was was really cool yeah so now what's uh, what's your what's your plans now what's your future hold that's a good question Alex it's a great question. <laughs> Again, like I said before, I think I've just been following my nose. Um, and I think I'm going to continue to do so, so long as it's fun and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I, I've, just, I've just announced some really exciting news that I'm going to be on the Broadway cast of The Illusionist uh, this holiday season, which is it's crazy. I'm still wrapping my head around that thought. You know, uh, Another cliche, it's every performer's dream to perform on Broadway, but it, it, it's true. It really is. Um, uh, so that's going to be that's the next thing that I'm excited about. I did I, I, I did see that earlier today. I was going to I was going to ask you about it. And you and Erica from AGT joined it also. Yeah, yeah, and I just found that out too. Uh, it was really exciting. Uh, me and Eric got really close over the AGT period. So that's going to be really cool to spend some more time with him and, and some other friends that I have in that show. Now the Illusionists they usually uh, travel uh, they tour throughout the U.S. too. Is that going to be something that's going to tour over the U.S. or is this staying at Broadway for now? Yeah, this particular show is just a Broadway, uh, Broadway show, um, but but you know I hope there's a possibility it may 
you know, open up the opportunity to join one of their touring tours as well. Who knows? Yeah. Now, uh, any any plans of doing like a, a US tour down the road or? Um, I would love to. Yeah. I would absolutely love to. Yeah. So uh, I'll, uh, I've got a, I've got a few things, a few discussions happening. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna, definitely gonna be considering that. I, I would love to continue to perform in the US. I had such a good time doing it with uh, America's Got Talent. So I'd love to do do more performing up there. So the listeners, how can they find you on social media? I am Dom J Chambers on Instagram uh, and Twitter. Not very active on Twitter. Got to get better at my Twitter. Uh, but you can find me on both of those. Also on Facebook, Dom Chambers Magic. I uh, post occasionally. We'll post some videos. I've got to get more. <laughs> I've got to get better at doing that consistently. But um, yeah, yeah, you can find me on all of those social media pages. All right, Dom. This was fun. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers. I really appreciate that.